Welcome everyone to episode three of the Pixel Heart Duo Gaming for Couples podcast. I am Frick. And I'm Fox. And we will be your hosts as we have been for the previous two episodes. We thank you for joining us for episode three. Those of us, those of you who are watching live on Twitch, welcome. Those of you who are watching the VOD on YouTube, welcome. Those of you who are listening on all of the major audio streaming services, RSS, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartRadio, you name it. We got it. Welcome. Hopefully our voices are nice and soothing for you. So for those of you who tuned in last week, you know that we are doing a two-part series on uh, Nintendo Switch content for couples. Last week it was in person, those of you who live together, those of you who are married um, and cohabitate. This week we are doing um, long-distance couples, those who have to spend some time apart. We're going to cover five games that we really uh, like on the Switch, uh, things that you can play together. And then we're going to go over a topic at the end um, and just kind of talk about you know like what we did the first week where we just kind of talked about snack ideas last week we talked about you know um date ideas and whatnot uh this week we're going to talk about kind of things you need to set up an online date for those of us who are not in person you know as we did stress last week and the week before we are a real couple um the two of us do live apart. Um, we live about an hour and 20 minutes, hour and 30 minutes apart for the time being. So that does constitute a long distance relationship of sorts because we don't see each other in person very often. But when we do, we make the most of it. But when we're not in person, we like to game online. And the Switch, as we've hinted to for the last two weeks, is a perfect console, perfect video game medium for couples to enjoy gaming together. So tonight, these five games we are going to cover, one of them the video game purists might roll their eyes at because it's kind of like, seriously, you're going to bring that up? But I didn't play this game when it first came out. I thought it was a childish game. I could not stand it. They introduced new modes, and I actually, I play it, you know, in duos. I also, uh, it's the go-to choice for... My 18-year-old son and 15-year-old nephew, we play it online together as well. Um, and so the first game that we are going to cover is Fortnite. We know, we know, Fortnite is, well, Fortnite. But it's fantastic to play online as a couple, and we especially like the no-build battle royale mode because it removes one of the most controversial aspects, the building. You can instead just focus on taking out opponents and hiding in bushes while watching the player pool whittle down. And the good thing about Fortnite is now that they have that no build mode, you know, I hated the building. I, I, I just, I didn't like it. I wasn't good at it. I, I felt like this is unnecessary. I felt like people could really cheese. Um, you know, it was just kind of like Fortnite. This is for kids. Like this is for babies. Like I played it when um, they had the Thanos uh, expand like the the X-Men or Avengers um, crossover and you know they had the infinity gauntlet you could turn into Thanos and just vaporize people and I was like this is fun but I hate the building and 
Now they've got no build, so you just run around. And they've got other game modes. Um, I think the one right now is they've got Lego, where you can go in and build Lego stuff. Um, and they said that it's actually giving Minecraft a run for its money. My son was playing it earlier today, and he was showing me this like Shogun temple he had built in Fortnite. And it's like, this is this is pretty flippin' unbelievable. So um, Fortnite is the first game we're going to briefly talk about. Uh, that couples can play when they are apart, um, and it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, you don't necessarily have to be good at it. You can be good at hiding, and place really well. You don't have to aim very well. It's got a bunch of you know cool skins. Um, you know, in the video that I just showed, it had Buff Peter Griffin. You know, they've got Fry from Futurama. They did Transformers a couple months ago. They had a, a crossover with Jurassic World. I mean, like Fortnite is is like the king of content. And you can have cute skins, and you can have butterflies, and you can have pink things, and you can have Grim Reaper stuff. And I mean, it it caters to pretty much anybody and everybody. And it's not it's not super violent. It's really cartoony, and so it it, it caters to just so many different personality types. And I'm really glad that now that they have no build, they have the community pool of maps and modes and all sorts of stuff. That I went back and tried it out because it's it's a lot of fun. And, you know, going back to the Battle Royale style, um, you are playing with multiple people. Uh, so it's not just you and your significant other that's playing. Um, and I'm going to be perfectly honest, sometimes that can be super annoying. But if you're using it for your game, for your um, date night, um, just turn it into an us against them, us against the world sort of mindset. And that way, you know, it's it's cooperative in that sense, you know, and it can very much be your game against everybody else. Yeah, and the, the nice thing about Fortnite is that you can queue up as a duo and it puts you in a pool with 50 other duos. So it is you on a team playing together you know, you can just hide in a bush. Um, you know, you can just hide in a house. As long as you are within the circle, the storm circle, and you're not taking damage, because that's kind of how they force people to, to interact, and they force people to kind of fight. You know, in the end, you kind of, you have to, you know, the goal is to win, to be, you know, the victory royale, you know, finish in, in the top spot. And the duos, that means eliminating 49 other teams. Um, so it forces you into a smaller and smaller place but i mean it's really strategic it's a lot of fun like you don't really have to take it that seriously uh it's something that you can just you can have fun playing together um you know there's there's a lot of fun weapons that you can you can get um you know it caters to everybody if, if some people just like to loot chests you can just sneak around and loot chests you can get colorful stuff you can grind on the grind rails you can go around the city like you can have lots of fun. You can even you can even role play a little bit and just be like, oh, we're gonna go have a picnic over here by this dojo. Like you know, it's a ton of fun. And then oh oh crap, someone's shooting at us, right? But um, and it doesn't it doesn't really matter. And there are ranked modes, but I mean, you're not gonna play a ranked mode for a date night. Like date night is to have fun together. And if the, those of you who are competitive, I mean, if you want to play a ranked mode, cool, more power to you. But you know, Fortnite's one of those games where a lot of people just hear it and they go, oh, it's a kitty game. But it's it's a lot of fun, um, you know, and 
the developers keep it interesting by constantly release, releasing updates. They constantly release new seasons. Um, I start, I picked it back up again in like March, April of this year, and they're already like on a third new season with like major updates. And for those of you who are anime fans, like they just had the Attack on Titan, you know, so you're flying around with ODM gear in the trees and attacking giant, you know, wooden titans. Um, and so it has just kind of like side subquests and it's, it's a lot of fun and it's, it's something that you can enjoy playing together. And although this is strictly talking about Fortnite on the switch, it's cross platform. So if one of you doesn't have a switch where you're at, but you say have an Xbox or you have a laptop, you know, you can play with your significant other who is playing on the Switch, and you can be in the same lobby. So that's kind of nice. You know, I play, when I'm playing with my son uh, and my nephew, they play on Switches. I play on an Xbox uh, Series X. You know, when I play, when we play as a couple, we play on Switches. But I mean, it's just, it's, it's just nice. You know, the cross functionality is super nice. Um, all the developers, all the, the, you know, Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, they all play nice with Fortnite. And it, it allows for a, a fun gaming experience as a couple. Well, and I am not, I am not a shooter person. I, I have played Apex Legends. I have played Valorant. I have played Fortnite, you know, Call of Duty, Team Fortress, all of those. I am terrible at them all. It, it's just one of those things. I, I, when it comes to my brain function and calculating the trajectory and the angle and the yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I spend more time waiting to respond than anything else. But, um, but like I said earlier, you get, put yourself in the mindset of, you know, and I'm having fun with, you know, with my babe, my boozing, my bae, whatever you want to call, whatever you call each other. Um, put yourself in that mindset, you know, that you're, you're giving yourself something to do. While you're ch chatting and catching up, you know, if you're on a, um, you know, a, a business trip or whatever, like, focus on that, you know. Who cares how much time you spend dead? I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you can revive your teammates. And, I mean, until you're both dead, you're not out of it. So, it's it's a lot of fun. And there's a lot of laughter to be had. And, you know, you just don't take it too seriously. You just, you have fun. But... For those of you who are not really into shooters, are into kind of more strategy and a more point-and-click, um, you know, another game that started out on PC, it's across all major platforms now, it's a lot of fun to play online, I know I've played it, um, you know, multiplayer online as well, is a game called Don't Starve Together. Would you trust your partner with your life? Would you be able to count on them in a survival scenario should one appear to you both? You'll find out and don't starve together. And it's a lot of fun because, you know, again, it's it's kind of a point and click. Um, you know, on PC, you can move around with the joysticks. It, you're just, you're foraging. And there's a there's a night, there's a, there's a day, you know, different things come out at night. And it's a really collaborative game. You know, you, you have to work together to survive. And it's literally in the game title. Don't starve together and it's one of those games where it's fun the art style is quirky it's almost kind of like a like a pop-up book or like a you know like a, a storyboard type um you know I, I don't for lack of a better term it's 
I don't know. How would it you describe it? It reminds me a lot of like Tim Burton meets vintage cartoons. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's that's kind of what it strikes me as. Like you can imagine a combination of those two. Yeah. And that's that's a good that's a good comparison. It is it is very Tim Burton-esque. Like um it's yeah. almost it's <laughs> almost like, you know, it it's got that like corpse bride uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, Sally type. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, something you could see Tim Burton doing a show on, or it's like a kids Saturday morning kids cartoon by Tim Burton. You know, from the guy who brought you Sweeney Todd, and you know, it's like, yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun. Um, I haven't played it in a while. This is one that that we had talked about playing for a long time, but um, just haven't picked it up because. Our free time is at a premium, so we usually end up playing something brain dead like League of Legends or you know other other games. But Don't Starve Together is a great game for couples, uh, and it really promotes collaboration, which is nice too. Well, and the thing that's nice about Don't Starve Together is you know it's going to be a lot slower paced game than Fortnite. You know, you're not coming out of the gate with four. You know, like with some 12 year old on the other end trying to shoot you in the face. Um, so, you know, and the, the survival part, you know, makes a lot of sense. You know, you're, you're growing bushes that, that you can like harvest berries from. Well, and if you build a campfire too close to the bushes, guess what? The bushes catch on fire. Um, and once you're dead, the game's not over. You turn, into a ghost and you can haunt things and all i'm gonna say is wear pigs absolutely it's exactly what you're thinking of you can haunt a pig and turn it into a wear pig and that just you know wrecks mayhem on the camp so yeah it's um it's definitely a lot of fun. Like I said, it's going to bring in that strategy. You're going to want to, um, you know, build out your, your, um, you'll have your home base camp and you'll build out other like auxiliary camps because you have to stop on your way to, you know, some other destination because you got to sleep, you got to eat, you know, and all that kind of stuff. It is deceptively difficult. Um, so it does take a little, it takes a little bit of planning and also some timing, um, but it is going to be a slower pace than say something like Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. And this classic multiplayer title does have a multiplayer mode that you can enjoy on Switch, like I said. Um, and it'll challenge you and your partner to work together to outlast those new circumstances. Um, you'll be stranded on a mysterious island and your goal is to survive at all costs. It's a ton of fun, you know, and the tagline is, you know, do you think you can survive together? Do you think you could survive together with your closest friends? I would assume that that means your partner as well, you know. If so, then do it and don't starve. It is. It's, it's a fun game. It's a fun title. Um, you know, it's one of those where, again, you don't have to take it seriously, but you also can't be super lax and just lackadaisical like i'm gonna go chop down some wood okay well we actually need to use some of that to build you know a raft we need to build a cabin we need to do something you can't just look at flowers and chop wood sweetheart and it's like you know could accidentally lead to an argument but 
you know, it's it's a lot more fun for those who don't like shooters. Who, you know, they, they hear me say Fortnite, they hear you say Fortnite and go, gross, ugh, what's wrong with you? Like, Don't Starve Together is fun. And it's, you know, it's it's a great indie title, you know, something that you can just pick up and, and track progress. So a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So we covered a title last week. We were talking about local uh, multiplayer with the co-op. And that is Luigi's Mansion 3. Luigi's Mansion 3 also has online multiplayer. Um, it's called Skyscraper or sca- sorry, Scare Scraper modes. Um, and there are four objectives at the Scare Scraper Hunter mode. Um, hunter mode is the first one. It's the player or a team try to defeat all the ghosts on each floor in five minutes or less. If the team catches all the ghosts, the player's team will have a chance to roll a reward and be given to one of the players, which is it's you know pretty cool. And it's a nice quick mode, five minutes or less. Um, on higher difficulties, stronger ghosts can be encountered too. Afterwards, the player's team will advance to the next floor. Rush mode is where Luigi must find the exit before time runs out. Uh, to get more, more time, the, the team must catch ghosts or search furniture for clocks that will give them more time. Polterpup mode is where the player or the player's team use the dark light device to track down polter pups and their kennel. But then they escape, and the player or the player's team need to find them using the dark light device to track down their paws and find them hiding in furniture. And when the players catch all the polter pups in five minutes or less, they go to the next floor. And finally... Surprise mode is where all the other three mini games are played in the following way. They have two, you have two hunter mode floors and one rush mode, and then the polter pup mode floor. It's a tongue twister for me. Polter pup mode, um, and they're all played in a randomized order. So, you know, you don't know what mode you're going to play. For those of you who are like, eh, I, don't, I, I don't really care if we find, you know, ghost dogs. I don't really care if we find other ghosts. Like, let's just play whatever. It's it's more about the time spent together. And it's in Luigi's Mansion, so again, you're going to see Luigi's, you're going to see Toad's, you're going to see, you know, all your favorite non-Mario Mario characters. Because again, this is Luigi's swan song. So the tall green brother is the one that is the focus. But it, you know, it's, it's a fun mode. I don't have a lot of experience with it, but I have friends that they just have a blast playing it. Luigi's Mansion, uh, you know, 1, 2, and 3. They're great party games. They're games that you can just pick up and play with, you know, with your significant other. You can play, you know, with a double, uh, double date, online date if you want. You can have up to four players. So it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun, and it just adds even more depth to Luigi's Mansion Three, uh, and it gives me another reason to talk about it for a second week in a row. And I, you know, for those of you who are hoping to, you know, say you're a gamer and your partner is not a gamer. Um, you can uh, make assumptions that the gamer is the guy, because sometimes the gamer is the girl. Um, or, you know, other options, too. Um, but uh, but if you're the gamer and your partner is not, this is a great title to kind of entice them a little bit. Everybody knows about Mario. Everybody knows about that franchise. So, you know... It's a fun game. It's adorable. It's visually appealing. 
it's, you know, it's challenging without being stupidly Dark Souls hard. Like, I don't play Dark Souls games because they hurt my feelings. They're that hard for no reason. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so this is a great title that, you know, can kind of lure them in a little bit. Um, lure, lure them over to your side because every gamer wants a partner to game with. So, yes. it's like, is, this one's a good bet. That is the dream. Um, you know, and, and, you know, exactly what she said, you know, I can just echo it all. It's, it's a fun game. You know, it has some difficulty, but it's not overwhelmingly hard. I don't play Soulsborne games either. Um, the last game I played that I enjoyed that was like that was Shadow of the Colossus. And again, it is, Luigi's Mansion 3 is not that hard, but it does have enough difficulty to keep the gamer and the non-gamer or both non-gamers, uh, you know, engaged. So, Luigi's Mansion 3 continues to give us content each week. Probably won't next um, week, but... And the next game that we're about to talk about is another game that is great. It is challenging for, you know, both, both serious gamers as well as the newbies. And it's a lot of fun. Yes. And in the same universe, we won't keep you in suspense any longer. We, of course, are talking about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It is the eighth in the series of Mario Kart 8. It's actually technically the ninth because this is Mario Kart 8 Part 2. Um, but it's the deluxe version. This may be a classic game for friends and families, but it's great for couples too. Often, multiplayer games can get even more intense and personal between a couple, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is no exception. If you want to reduce competition, you can play in teams or simply keep the CPU characters in the race to give you targets other than your partner. Still, the thrill of slamming a red shell into your lover's behind and racing over the finish line is sweet, if vicious victory. Just don't trounce them too hard. You may end up getting the silent treatment. Mario Kart is fantastic, and it's great because those couples who are cutthroat, diehard competitive gamers who are good at racing games, who have been playing Mario Kart since the Super Nintendo days, you can dial it up. I mean, there's 50cc, there's 100cc, there's 150cc, and they're different classes of quote-unquote engines or speeds, and it just it increases the difficulty. It removes the assistance and, and like the steering. It just, you know, it's there's a difficulty level for everybody. There's a battle mode. You know, you don't just have to race. You can pop balloons. You know, there's there's a bunch of different mini games and, and modes within Mario Kart, which is fantastic. You can invite your friends, too. Like, if you want to have a date and you're like, oh, I see so-and-so's online on my friends list. You know, let's, you want to invite them? Cool. Like, invite them in and you can race against each other and you know throw banana peels in front of each other turn into bullet bill and just run over each other in a race and then go and collect coins and pop each other's balloons and just have tons of fun and then when they're like all right well i gotta go i gotta get some sleep before i wake up for work corporate grind three o'clock in the morning it's like oh have a good night and then you go right back to playing with your honey um and it's a ton of fun and again it's a mario game not violent tons of color tons of vibrancy um you know and it's it's great for for competitive and non-competitive people yeah i 
my favorite move is the banana peel one followed closely mm, by the turtle shell I don't know there's there, there's something very satisfying about you know um you didn't do the dishes and because of that you're getting a turtle shell <laughs> so um it, it's do be forewarned if one of you is more bent on competition than the other. I can see it actually causing some problems and causing more problems than solving. So, you know, if you've got, if one of you are, are one of those people that has to win at all costs, you might want to steer towards one of the other titles that we talked about. Yeah, or just stick to something a little bit more cooperative. You know, there's plenty of games out there like Chicory from last week where you can work together. Or if you want to mostly work together, again, like Super Mario Odyssey last week, where you work together but you can still sabotage, you know, your loved one. If they didn't do the dishes, if they didn't vacuum, you know, or, or just there's an argument and you don't quite know how to bring it to a conclusion throw boomerangs or turtle shells or bombs at each other boost past each other you know with mushrooms like oh make yourself invincible with a star and now i automatically win because you can't touch me <laughs> like you know it's just kind of a, an alternate ending to really anything positive or negative it's a good way to end arguments too you know, like, let's go three rounds. Winner takes all. Um, I have a good friend of mine that, you know, when he buys time um, by playing on, you know, playing games and he dares his, his wife, who is not a gamer, you know, if you can, if you can knock me off the course three times, it's not even winning, you know, if you can knock me off the course three times, we'll go to Louis Vuitton and you can have anything you want. And you better believe she knocks him off the course three times. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> but yeah, and then our last game, I saved it for last because it has won awards. Um, it's, it is across the spectrum. You can play it on any platform. It is a collaborative game. It is a colorful game. It is a game that the two of us are going to jump into. Uh, we got it on a Black Friday sale on the Switch. I had it on PlayStation a couple of years ago, but I, I, I didn't have anybody to play it with. Um, I bought it with the hope of having someone to play it with, but we both have Switches. We got it on the Switch in the Black Friday sale in the Nintendo shop. Um, and like I said, it, it won awards. It's a fantastic game. It's quirky. It's zany. It's it takes two. It stars parents who are going to get a divorce. Now, I'm going to stop right there and say that sounds really like, oh my God, why would you suggest a game where two parents are getting a divorce? Well, because, because it stars two parents who are getting a divorce and their child discovers this and her tears transform them into dolls to free them from this new state You'll need to work together to solve puzzles. The twist is that these can only be solved through teamwork. So you're about to test your relationship with your partner to see if you can get through the game without having your own 
relationship issues. And like I said, it won awards. It's a ton of fun for those couples who have two gamers. You'll be able to blow through it. Um, it's just long enough to keep you engrossed for hours. But for those of you who are not gamers, it's still fun because it's collaboration on the screen and collaboration in your houses or your apartments because you're having to help each other. Like, oh, no, hit this button. This button does this. This button opens that. Like, I'm, you go stand on there on that platform. I'm going to go run around. I'm going to ride this rail around to the backside. Like, it's total collaboration. And it's like critical. It's a critically acclaimed title when it came out. Everyone was talking about how beautiful it was, you know. And yes, they start out like the story is they just they can't work out their their differences and they're getting a divorce. It doesn't end that way. And it's it's a lot of fun and it's one of those games where you and your significant other, you can play it apart, you can play it in the same room. On Switch, it's difficult to play it split screen just because you have to have, you know, switches your own switch, but it's a perfect title to pick up and play anywhere as long as you have a network connection with your loved one. Um, and it just it's it's one of those games where once you get started, you don't want to stop because you want to see it through all the way to the end because you want to see the happy ending, um, you know, and, and to see them running around as little like ragdoll characters. It's it's just it's it's really cute. And it's just it's just a visually beautiful game. It's almost like um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids meets Toy Story. Uh, that That's kind of the the look and feel to it. Um, and yeah, I, I have to echo everything that he said. Um, it, it, it is challenging, you know, working together and understanding, you know, your abilities are perfect, um, complements to each other. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's how to use those abilities throughout the game in, you know, the way that it's going to solve uh, the puzzle. So it it does have a 3D look. It's not like, you know, it's not like, say, trying where it's a puzzle game, but it's all very lateral. Um, you know, there there's definitely, definitely different angles to it um, that you have to factor in. Um, so there is that. So it, it, it might be a little challenging visually to somebody who's maybe not used to that um but as long as you've played you know any like pseudo recent like sonic the hedgehog you know style game you should be okay with with the different angles of that of this game and for me you know the great selling points that they don't reuse content you know like um you know both both frick and i have played you know more hours than we can count of World of Warcraft. And we get into these boss fights and the mechanics are a lot of, um, a lot of times rinse repeat, you know, oh, this is just like Lady Vash. This is just like, you know, whatever. Um, with It Takes Two, they prided themselves, the developers prided themselves on not reusing mechanics. So you're not gonna borrow from an old, you know, puzzle or whatever. You're gonna. It's a. It's gonna be a whole new experience, and you move through. You know, different scenes. Like I think there's a dungeon crawler one. You know, so that's gonna appeal to the gamers and us. That you know, 
all wish sort of the mind was real um <laughs> and you know and then there's gonna be, like you know what he was showing you know there there's that you know scene where it that um also where it's more kind of like kitty you know focused and, and whatever so it it keeps you enthralled and it keeps you challenged and it there again there's not going to be any rinse repeat kind of content yeah and you have to keep in mind that their child turned them into these little dolls so the levels are the house like you're having to go through heating vents into insulation and walls into and i mean there are other like make-believe levels but it's centered around you know they have to work together to get back to their daughter to get to a conclusion um and i i'm not gonna lie that for those of you who a controller in your hand or a Joy-Con in your hand is very, very foreign. It'll be tough at first because there are, as you go on, there are button combinations you have to press, like in order to swing on this piece of yarn into throwing this paper clip to grab this pencil to throw here to stick to like slalom up. You know, it, it can get challenging, but it, it's not like a learning cliff. It's just a learning curve. And it actually, it's it's fun. It gives you that 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 sense of pride and accomplishment for those of you who, you know, know the most downvoted comment in Reddit gaming history is EA, you know, sense of pride and accomplishment. This gives you an actual sense of pride and accomplishment because you get better and you're able to do that with your loved one and, and work together to achieve the ending of the story. Because at the end of the story, they, I mean, you, nobody wants to get a divorce. I, I wouldn't, think so some people that might be their goal like i don't know but for those of us sane people it's not your your goal is to get a divorce you want to stick together you want to find your soulmate and so this is a pixelated gaming version of that where you get to have a happy ending because you are working together in game by way of out of game and it's just it's it's one of those titles where like i said it won a ton of awards um it's it got re-released across multiple platforms and consoles. People just couldn't get enough of it. They still can't. Like, if you've never played it before, pick it up on a sale and play it together. And you're going to be like, yeah, that dude knows what he's talking about. Like, it's it's a really good title. And there's a reason why we saved it for last is because all the other titles are great. Fortnite is free to play. You know, don't start together. You can get it on sale quite often. Luigi's Mansion and Mario Kart, you can get in the Nintendo Store. Or you can get... A physical copy um you know go to walmart go to target anywhere you can you pick up your uh you know your games you can get it at gamestop you can get it second and charles but it takes two is is truly kind of the gem on this list and it is the ultimate collaborative game and it's cute and it's colorful and it's serious but not too serious to where you can still have a lot of fun you can be laughing at your partner who's like running into a a wall over and over because they can't figure out how to get the jumping sequences right but it's just it's it's a ton of fun and it really kind of promotes that collaborative and that loving spirit uh within relationships so yeah Mm -hmm. go ahead i i know i was just gonna say i agree there there is i think the one and only um, criticism that I ran into was there's a there's a character in the game um, he's a book 
and his name is like Dr. Hazim or um, something to of that nature. And he shows up and he gives some kind of, you know, relationship advice. And for some, you may like it may be profound. For others, it could be a little cringy. But if you realize he only shows up when something significant in the game is going to happen. So if you need to disregard what he has to say, disregard what he has to say and pay attention to how the game is going to change because it usually means that something good is something awesome is going to happen. So, yeah. And if you're quirky like me and your brain works a little differently, you can turn it into a inside joke. And anytime you see him pop up, shut the book up. Like, uh uh-huh, instead of, (laughs) you know, but Yeah. Yeah, I I read the same thing. Um, We'll experience it for ourselves soon enough. So there you have it. Two weeks, Nintendo Switch, online and local co-op games, 10 titles. Last week, we covered, uh, you know, one topic on why the Switch is a great choice for in-person dates. We covered the accessories that you can get for switches we we covered like the different types of switches you can get the ease of use you got the switch Lite, you got the regular switch you got the oled like you got the the joy cons you got the pro controllers you got all sorts of stuff um this week we're not in person we're apart so we're talking online so we're we're gonna go over a long distance date setup so why don't you take it away and we'll discuss kind of some options and and you know, some technology involved with that just to kind of get you, you know, hit the ground running on, okay, well, this is an interesting concept. Let's do it. So take it away. Right. So if anybody knows how to do anything virtually, it's going to be gamers because we have been doing virtual relationships for decades, quite literally. Um, you know, when, when COVID hit and Everybody was caught by the unawares and how do we do this? How do uh, no, this is what we, we've been training for. We're good. Um, <laughs> so if you ever have any kind of questions on how to do something virtually, seek out your, your closest gamer friend and ask them because they will know. We're, we're, Daniel and I date ourselves way back to Ventrilo. So we both have friends all over the world that we actually probably know better and have spent more time together um, than, you know, people that we know in person. So, um, you know, I don't know if that's a brag or, or what, but it just, it just is. Um, so when it comes to spending time together you know some of the things you know it's not just talking um sometimes you want to you want to see each other especially you know if you've been apart for a while or whatever you know you just want to be able to see and visualize each other um which admittedly can be difficult with the nintendo switch because it's a handheld right or you know or you're projecting it projecting it onto your TV. Either way, you're not looking at your partner. Um, but you actually can. And um, Frank and I have done this very thing when we've played Torchlight, um, which is like kind of like a Diablo-esque sort of game um, where, you know, we pull up on our computers, 
we both have Discord. It's a it's an app. It's free to use. You with a webcam and a mic, you're good. Um, you can actually do video calls on that, um, and it's unlimited. Unlike you know Zoom and whatever where it puts time limits on it, you can use Discord all day every day. You know I know I know some long distance couples that they sleep together every night you know when they're apart because they put on their their webcams and you know i mean that's their thing <laughs> and we're using it right now i might add we're using Discord right now while we're doing this podcast so you can still see each other you can talk to each other while you know of course you're playing on your switch on your handheld right um other ideas you can skip all of the hullabaloo if you don't have a computer or a laptop or whatever a virtual meeting app on your cell phone will work just fine you know get yourself a stand that you know that'll hold it up at the right proper angle so your partner can see you and you can see them and you know and you're interacting and talking and you know um last night frick and i had a had a dessert date before gaming we each got a dessert at our you know local king supers and you know enjoyed that together before we launched into league of legends um and that's that's how we stay connected um even though you know there's a distance so we're right there with you. If that's something that you're experiencing, you're not alone. It takes a little bit of work um, and a little bit of planning. It is so entirely worth it. Um, you know, if you're feeling distant from your partner, you know, being able to turn on a webcam and see them face to face and interact with them in real time um, is going to be invaluable with keeping those home fires burning when you're apart. Yep. And it's in the digital age, in the age of technology, it is so much easier to have long distance relationships. And some might argue it's actually harder because you can see your partner, but you can't touch them. But, you know, we, we always look at glass half full or try to at least. And, it's so much easier to just have virtual dates, you know? You can see each other. I mean, we see each other every night when we're not in person, um, you know? And until we are together and, and married, I mean, this is this is what we have. And we make it work, and it's quite well, you know, it's, it's enjoyable. We can play games together and still see each other, um, you know? And it's, it's, it's free. Discord is free. Uh, most laptops if those of you who have laptops they have built-in webcams uh, for those of you who don't you can get a cheapo webcam for you know 10 15 20 bucks you don't need a super nice webcam um, a lot of webcams will have built-in mics so you know if you're really going on a budget and you can just skip it all just use your phone like discord app on your phone it's it's that easy um you know and and when you have someone in your life that is as important to you as my partner is to me you make it work you you find ways to be together any way you can and there are a lot a lot of virtual options there are a lot of cheap and free ways to connect with one another you know so yeah 
it's it's so totally easy in today you know in this day and age to just stay connected in in a long distance relationship when you can't see each other so if you again if you're unfamiliar with this realm or whatever and you were kind of like wait wait what what did they say again the app is called that we recommend is called discord d-i-s-c-o-r-d um, you, there, there's a download um, application that you can use on a computer or a laptop. There's also going to be an app in whatever um, mobile device you have, whether it's Android or iPhone. Um, so, you know, you're, you can use that anywhere and it's free and it's unlimited. So it's not going to, you know, cut you off after an hour or so of talking. So Discord. If you're using a computer that doesn't have a webcam, you may need to go out and get one. Um, and then a mic and headset. Oftentimes those are combined. Um, and again, you can get pretty cheap ones. You know, there's some Logitech ones that I think run about like $15. So it's, it's not going to be a hefty investment um, if you look into it. So just wanted to run down those for those note takers out there <laughs> since we kind of breezed through it a little bit yeah so it's it's definitely worth the investment before we finish i want to go down my little nerdy rabbit hole and just give a, a quick 15 seconds uh for those of you who are big time long time uh gamers uh e3 officially announced this past week that they are shuttering their doors for those of you who know what E3, you know, Electronics Exposition Expo, um, I can never remember what the third E is, but E3, you know, for, for a couple of decades, they were like one of the gaming conventions. You know, developers, publishers, big names came and did their big announcements at E3. I mean, you had PAX, you had other things like that, but E3 was like the, it was like the San Diego Comic-Con. It was like, you know the big convention and it's been kind of on life support since covid uh, microsoft nintendo sony they all pulled out because they they started doing their own things nintendo had their nintendo directs they started really kind of ramping up their production value on that um, and so e3 started just kind of they they, they kind of started dwindling in, in in-person attendance once covid you know once the pandemic was lifted and people were able to, to venture out and travel um and so, you know, unfortunately, uh, in fact, it was yesterday, the 12th of December, um, they tweeted out, after more than two decades of E3, each one bigger than the last, the time has come to say goodbye. Thanks for the memories. GGWP, for those of you who do not know the acronym, good game, well played. So just wanted to give a quick minute or two that E3 is Dunzo, and it's it's kind of a sad thing because that was where a lot of us got our our gaming announcements um you know so covid affected a lot and some big brands you know suffered as a result i mean it's subjective some people who they you know they they're microsoft fanboys or sony fanboys they don't care about what but you know what nintendo has to say nintendo's a kids platform you know or it's a family platform i don't have kids and you know so now they just have their own specific thing but it kind of marks the end of an era with e3 
with E3 ending. So just wanted to give a quick minute or two and say, you know, for those of you who live under a rock or don't follow Twitter or anything like that, E3 is no more. Hmm, that is sad. I have many good memories. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that about wraps it up for episode three. <clears throat> here of the pixel heart duo gaming for couples we thank you for watching we thank you for listening uh like i said last week and i'll say it every week you can catch us on twitch freaking fox llc at around 8 30 p.m mountain time we live in the rocky mountain region you can catch us on youtube at freaking fox we upload the vod every friday you can also catch us anywhere that you stream your podcast, your playlist, your music anywhere by just searching for Pixel Heart Duo, P-I-X-E-L-H-E-A-R-T, Duo. Um, I tried searching for Frickin' Fox, but it brought up some other things. So Pixel Heart Duo will get you to our podcast. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, you know, you're, if, if you can listen to a podcast, we're on there. So um, with that, we will catch you guys next week, and we will have another exciting topic for you to help enrich your relationship as gamers. Until next time, I am Frick. She is Fox. And I am Fox. Yes, and we will Peace. catch you next week. <laughs>